We first heard about Portobello Time Bank two years ago. It was set up to help people share their skills with others in the community. However, its role has changed during the past few months to being a caring group as well as a sharing one, helping people who are trapped in their own homes with perhaps no one to talk to. They've offered a listening ear, a shopping service, and help to set up online community groups through the social media service WhatsApp. I met up with committee members Kirsty Carver and Clodo Ross online through Zoom. Kirsty explained that Timebank members were quick to realise the scale of the support needed in lockdown. At the beginning, when we first kind of went into lockdown, a lot of our members were keen to help and we received lots of emails off with offerings. And our, initially we set up a shopping service for members and then extended it to the community and we received a few queries of people and ended up doing two or three deliveries a week. When the Portobello COVID response group opened, we passed some of the shopping on to them and continued with more of a buddying service. Loda, you were quite involved with the buddying service. What, in fact, was involved with that? Well, there were two things. There was one from particularly one member who was feeling isolated and wanted Tim to have a phone call for a chat. And then there were another two or three people who were kind of referred in by district nurses or other agencies who were worried that this person might be socially isolated and invited somebody from the time bank. And I was the nominated person to contact them. With one person that continued for quite some time, with, it, with some of the others, either actually they hadn't wanted it themselves. I think know that there was one person I phoned up said, well, I don't really, I don't know you, I can't see you. And that didn't quite suit. And another couple of people who were very involved with neighbours and that very quickly, I got the, the feeling that they were actually okay, that they didn't need this sort of service. So I think the worry was at the start that people, as, as we know people did, could feel very isolated, not being able to get out and see people, but certainly in the first phases of lockdown. And that was something, Kirsty, that actually affected members of the time bank itself, because with all due respect, not everyone is uh, in the first flush of youth. Yeah, I think that quite a large percentage of our membership is in the shielding category. And the coffee mornings that we used to offer, we used to get together twice a month in a local coffee shop that kind of stopped for them so we wanted to make sure that we had something in place if they were to need something and that kind of rolled into offering that we used to meet in the daisy park and have a bit of a coffee morning there where people used to bring a chair picnic folding picnic chair and their own coffee which then again in the next phase of lockdown turned into the, the what we're still now running which is the virtual coffee mornings and people sign up in advance and they get a scone on the morning of the coffee morning. We have a chat over Zoom for 40 minutes, which is just a really nice opportunity to include anybody who wants to be there. And they can talk about, we talk about all sorts of things and sometimes exchanges get set up and otherwise it's just friendships and sharing news. And sometimes, of course, you might actually be able to arrange for some bit of maintenance to be done. Yes, uh, one of the, uh, the Time Bank members had said, asked me, did I know of a joiner who could come and do something? And it was a very small thing about fixing our back gate. And it was an outside job. The weather was lovely. I suggested that was definitely a Time Bank thing, that, that, that somebody from the Time Bank could come and do that. And it happened very, very quickly. Within three days, her back gate was fixed and she was absolutely delighted. It just made a huge difference to somebody who otherwise was finding it difficult to get out because her husband was shielding. So it's 
things like that have been have been great and it keeps people in contact as well which is nice but it's really good that the time bank is continuing to offer a service to the community absolutely and it can do that as long as people are are looking for exchanges that are easy to offer in situations where we can't get into people's houses, but, but certainly outdoor things, gardening help, kind of minor DIY outside, produce exchange. We're all doing a great line and clearing our allotments and, and kind of swapping apples and pears and goodness knows what all else amongst Time Bank members, yep. And Kirsty, I believe that people have even been doing batch cooking for each other, which must take a weight off the chef's shoulders from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. So I am cooking at home. My husband is now working from home. So I'm making three meals a day for four people, which, you know, I dearly love looking after my family, but sometimes it does get rather monotonous. So to be able to share a big group of batch cooking, if I make a chicken casserole, I can swap half of it with somebody else who's done a vegetable bolognese, then that gives us both something different that sits in the freezer to pull out on a day where you haven't got much time. So that's a a great thing for me. One of the things I heard about right at the start was that there were WhatsApp groups set up around Portobello. How much were you involved with that? It was actually brought on to us by one of our members. So Roz came to us and said that she had set up a WhatsApp group in her street and that people were responding really positively towards it. She offered to the membership to help set up WhatsApp groups for their streets. And I took her advice and put a little leaf that through doors on my own street. And we're now a WhatsApp community of over 80 people. And we've shared everything from a glut of too many pints of milk delivered by Tesco's to we just recently organised a street safe COVID Halloween event. So it's been a really nice way to meet more people in my immediate community. Does that mean that you've actually considerably increased the number of people you actually know there? Absolutely. I would say I would have known three people on my street. I've lived here, well, maybe a few more. I've lived here for eight years and I would say, yeah, probably knew a handful of people. And now I would say I would know at least 50% of the street. Is that something you got involved with at all, Claudia? No, that didn't happen in our street. There were a number of people who put offers through the door of, you know, if anybody needed any shopping or somebody had a glut of soap. Because remember, right at the beginning of lockdown, there wasn't, you couldn't get a bar of soap in the shops. Somebody had a lot of soap and was put a, a leaflet through our door saying if we needed soap, she had some. But would that stop short of an actual WhatsApp group, as far as I'm concerned, in our street, whether that happened at the other part of the street, I, I don't know. But um, we, we were just looking out for our neighbours. Yes, that's the sort of thing that we did in our own particular street as well. Unfortunately, lockdown in a form is still ongoing. So Kirsty, is the kind of activities that you've been describing, are they going to be ongoing until some sort of normality returns? I think that the activities that have started up because of COVID, so the buddying, et cetera, have always been available to members. There are and always will be members that can't get out as often as they can or want to. And Irene, our recent... Our late chairwoman. Late chair, sorry, thank you, Claudia. She was really involved with people trying to encourage people to meet up online or, or go around and she would share games with people and play cards so that, that has always been there. And I think that that will continue. We're trying to, we've just launched a project for the community Christmas through the Time Bank. 
So we're looking to do a Christmas meal drop or a doorstep chat on Christmas Day with any member or member's neighbour, perhaps, which we're coordinating at the moment. And I think that if there's requests that come in, we will always try and fulfil them. It doesn't have to be the pandemic that's here. It's just if there's a need, the time bank will always be there to fill it. If you need more information about Portobello Time Bank, then follow the links in the text introduction to this episode, which will take you to their website and Facebook page.